Alrighty, thank you for joining us here on Elite Talk Show. I'm your host, Sarah. Joining me today is Brian, and we do a little AEW talk. Uh, we talk about reaction to Cody's LGBTQ Pride shirt and some of the backlash from it. Does Jericho plan to continue wrestling while Fozzie's on tour? Interesting take on that. By the way, if you haven't seen Fozzie perform, highly, highly recommend it. It's a great show. Also, there's been a few talent relations releases or non-contract rentals, however you want to look at it. Some good and an unfortunate one. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. here for joining us on another episode of Elite Talk Show. I am your host for the evening, as usual, Sarah out of Syracuse, New York. And I am Brian Bella from Portland, Oregon. All right. Uh, lots of AEW news over the past few days. Uh, first up, the big one, of course, Double or Nothing, uh, their star pay-per-view. Uh, what are your immediate thoughts going out of this pay-per-view? For me, it was probably the best pay-per-view that I have seen in a very long time. I don't know if it's just the excitement of it, that we're having, finally having crowds again. I'm not sure what made it go to that point, but everybody brought their A-game. I was so looking forward to it. Like, I was so pumped, like, almost a week before. Like, I was almost like a little kid waiting for Christmas. <laughs> And then, like, and then afterwards, I was like, eh, what do I do now? Like, what, what am I getting excited about? <laughs> you got to wait all the way till Friday for the next show. Yeah. Um, so that was something. And then it was kind of funny that uh, Preston, Dark Borders number 10, also posted that he has the post-pay-per-view blues. And I was like, <laughs> that's actually super relatable. And I wonder if that's actually really common. And then I started thinking, because that's what I always tend to do, overthink everything, is... Um, so you're really excited, you're really pumped, and then there's this thing, and you know your brain shoots off dopamine, and then you know you're on that level for so long, and then it stops, and then naturally you kind of have like that little funk. And there's nothing to do until you get back up to it. Yeah, you just gotta wait it out. Uh, what was your favorite match of the night? Oh my goodness. Um. There were so many. Um, there's only like two that I didn't really, I don't even want to say that I didn't like, but it just kind of wears plateaued. Um, my favorite one had to be, ooh, you know, I don't know if I have a favorite one, but the one that comes to mind is the, the three people, um, the championship, the triple threat <laughs> match. Yes. Uh, I don't know if it just because I had really low expectations or I didn't even care that it was on the card, but once it finally aired, I was like, oh, this is <laughs> so good. Um, and then like, you know, you know you're into a match when like even your shoulder tends to tends to try to kick out. Um, it's like, no. Like, yeah. 
<laughs> that was definitely one of those matches. Um, the other one that comes to mind, uh, the women's match. I mean, I think that was both of them, to be honest. Um, mm -hmm. That was awesome. And then we also had Adam Page's first match with Brian Cage. That was also awesome. I'm I've noticed. Now. I've noticed a lot of his matches have been the leadoff match, whether it's Dynamite or pay-per-views. I wonder if he likes that first spot. I think that because of the way that he controls it, he sets the tone mm -hmm. for it. And I think that um, that the creators at AEW tend to like give the fans like, oh, he's kind of a main event, but he's starting off. Um, and I think that the first match sets the tone for the pay-per-view is almost as important, if not slightly more important than the main event. Yeah, I think there's... You know, it used to be, oh, first match of the night has got to be the worst. But I think as we grow older, we learn, oh, no, first match sets the tone. If you got a really good match right off the bat, then, you know, it's a standout kind of performance. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what were some of your favorites? Uh, definitely Britt Baker winning the women's title. You know, it's a spot well-deserved. You know, congratulations to Sheeta for holding the title for a year, going from double or nothing last year to double or nothing this year. Yeah. Um, also, I don't know if you saw the note. Um, Britt Baker's outfit was a tribute to Scott Hall. I did not realize that. Okay, so that's funny because I did notice that um, that it seemed really familiar, but I couldn't pinpoint it. And during that time, I wasn't... Was it Scott Hall, WWE? No. Um, it was uh, when he was part of... I don't know if it was NWO or Outsiders, still pre-NWO, but he had like the black and like kind of like red almost look like blood kind of drops yeah so at that time i wasn't watching wcw but i remember a picture of it and it triggered my memory but i didn't think about it enough to be like oh that's what it's from but kudos mm -hmm. to you yep uh so there was that match um of course the stadium stampede which was i believe they said like 95 percent shot live i i don't know which parts they pre-filmed they said they did pre-film some parts um i think the bar and uh, the, there's only like a certain parts. The bar was pre-taped, I believe, mm -hmm. uh, with Conan, and also when uh, MJF and Chris Jericho were there, they would they had their planned. Um, but other than that, it was all. And it, of course, you know, Page and Cage, and that pop for Adam Page was just spectacular. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, as far as popularity wise, I honestly think that he's the new stone cold of our air or this air mm -hmm. rather my air my air <laughs> sailed a long time ago <laughs> no comments because we're the same age moving on uh so cody rhodes uh we know he took a lot of heat for not putting anthony gogo over um but he's got a pride shirt that's out this month uh the american nightmare logo you know done with the lgbt colors um a fan tweeted out and Brandy responded um, saying that, of course, Cody Rhodes is going to put his name over on something when it should just be, you know, AEW in general or put Nyla Rose or Sunny Kiss on there. They would be much better representations for it. Brandy came out and responded, said that Cody was the only one that came out wanting to put his name on an LGBT pride shirt. Um, all the money is going to charity. Uh, he's making zero dollars off this shirt. And I mean, good for her for responding. She did make a couple good points. You know, okay. So this is this is my problem with that person. I don't know if they're part of our community. I don't know anything about the person that wrote it. 
somebody who is famous, who's not part of our community as far as we know, is willing to be an ally and put their name on it, and you're going to attack them for that? Like, mm -hmm. you are so petty and just, no. Like, I, I mean, I'm probably not the biggest fan of Cody as far as the wrestling stuff. I don't know anything about him outside of the ring, so how I'm not going to make that judgment. But if you have an ally who's speaking up and giving it to charity, take several fucking seats. Yeah. I think hating on Cody Rhodes is also the new, you know, fun thing to do on the internet. I mean, I'm sorry, repeat that? I didn't... I was just saying, I think, you know, hating on Cody Rhodes is a new fun thing to do on the internet. Oh, yeah, it's definitely the end thing. And, you know, I mean, I mean I'm not his biggest fan by any stretch of the means. Like, do I think he should have uh, taken it for uh, for Anthony Agogo? Not really. Like, he is longer wrestler. Like, mm -hmm. we're, I think we can be too nitpicky sometimes. Right. As fans. And I think society as a whole, we like to build stars up and then tear them, have just as much fun as tearing them right down. Yeah. Uh, also coming out of Double or Nothing, uh, we had two debuts. Uh, we had Leo Rush making his debut as the wild card, which I don't think anybody saw coming. Yeah. But good for him. Um, according to reports, he's on a handshake deal with Tony Khan. Um, he has a handshake or he has a contract with New Japan. Um, but we'll be working probably on an appearance by, by appearance basis with AEW. Yeah. Um, you know, I was kind of surprised. or No, I was totally surprised with Leo. I thought it would be somebody different. But just how it geared last year where it was Matt Sedell, I didn't have my hopes way high. And I think so many people were thinking that it was going to be uh, Daniel Bryan or, or somebody from that yeah. there. Um, but me, I, I was like, I don't care. Just give me some the hot flavor I think a lot of people were expecting was uh, Nick Gage. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this makes, by technicality standards, Leo Rush is the fifth New Japan wrestler to appear in AEW. Yeah, I definitely don't think that, definitely don't think it's going to work <laughs> out for WWE and New Japan pro wrestling. I think that New Japan has a good business sense, and I think that they will remain where they're at. Okay, guys, it's Sarah here. Do you love listening to our podcast? Do you think, hmm, I can do that on my own as well? I would love to give it a try. Well, head on over to anchor.fm or download the Anchor app from either the Apple Store or Google Store. Uh, Anchor is great for recording your own podcast. It's what we use. It will give you the tools you need to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer, so it's easy, however you prefer. It will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Again, download Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. Uh, the other debut uh, we saw is Mark Henry. Hall of Famer, uh, making a surprise debut. I didn't even know his contract was up with WWE, um, but he's coming in, at, according to Tony Khan, as a commentator for the new show Rampage. Yeah. Um, he's looking lit. He's looking uh, 
lean and fit. Do you think he makes any kind of wrestling appearances? I don't know. Um, okay, so I would say no at first. But I also know that Paul Wright has said that he's starting to get that wrestling bug again. So mm -hmm. I think he is going in with the mindset of, oh, yeah, I'm going to be commentating. Do I think that he gets that itch to do a couple more matches? I think that's probably likely. I don't think it'll be right away. I think it'll be down the line. Yeah. I don't expect either one to maybe wrestle till very late this year or early next year. Yeah. And honestly, like, I don't know. I, I wasn't never the biggest fan of their style of wrestling, so I'm okay with them yeah. staying on it. But, it's, but who knows? It's a different company and I've noticed that people once they leave one company they go to another one their matches automatically get so much better it seems mm -hmm. we'll see my throwing shade a little bit <laughs> uh, we have an announcement that was made of course uh, AW Rampage uh, will be coming to TNT uh, was announced that TBS uh, will be moving to uh, TBS next year and of course, there's also going to be four annual specials uh, that have been confirmed for TV. However, they were not expanded upon. That's kind of exciting. So AEW Dynamite is going to TBS. Correct. And Rampage is staying on TNT? If I understood the report correctly, yes. I believe that's going to be on TNT. That's a Friday night show. Uh, I don't know if they're going to keep the late time at 10 o'clock. They might just see how Dynamite does in that slot. Work go head-to-head uh, -head with okay. SmackDown. Dynamite, I think, at like 500000 Yeah, it's quite a drop-off, but and I think a lot of people, like me, probably forgot about it. Yeah. Um, I think it's also a Memorial Weekend. A lot of people are going up camping and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. Vacations. So, absolutely. Uh, new injury to report from AEW. Uh, bad boy Joey Janela is injured. Expected to miss time until July. Um, he, injury was not disclosed as to what it was, just that he's hurt. Uh, he's actually going to miss time with AEW. Uh, he's was on a card for June with GCW. Uh, he won't be wrestling, but he said he would be doing commentary. Um, and it was most likely that he should be ready to go for July's GCW match. Yeah, um, you know, I wish, I wonder if it happened with that match with Adam when Adam was the one that got kind of busted up mm -hmm. on Friday. Um, so I wonder if something happened then or if they were just being stiff with each other or if he's had it for a while and it's just finally like, look, it's bothering me too much. I have yeah. to get this taken care of. Yeah. Uh, so a couple talent releases over the course of the weekend. Well, kind of releases. Uh, first up, the one, I guess you can say, Deserves to be gone. Uh, Willie Urbina on the Spanish commentating team making snide remarks about uh, women's champion Hikaru Shida. Uh, Tony thinks swift action, getting rid of him right away. Uh, we won't repeat what he said, but definitely deserves the, the cut there. I didn't actually know what he said. I didn't really research it because by the time that I read it, well, I heard rumblings about it, and then when I read the actual article, he was already released. So I was like, well, okay. And then there's two, not really releases, just non-renewals of contracts. 
Uh, awesome Kong is no longer with the company, and Shayna is also gone, which we learned Shayna had kind of had not been very nice to some of the dark talent backstage. Uh, so I guess you could say a little bit of bullying action. So she is no longer with the company either. Uh, yeah, and reports are saying she's been gone since April. Yeah, that was her last match. They probably just kept her off TV. Yeah, and I'm sure it's because of the complaints that were happening. Um, yeah. In that. This isn't the first time that she's covered in controversy, so. Second time within a year. Yeah. Totals. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we have Chris Jericho comment, comment, yeah, blah, 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 commenting on whether or not his upcoming Fozzie tour would affect his AEW appearances. Uh, this was during the post or nothing media scrum. Someone had asked him that. Uh, he commented saying that while... AEW allows for, you know, extracurricular activities. Um, he goes, he should be able, he's going to put as much time as he can into both. And he would be on Dynamite as much as possible, which should be probably almost every week, the way the tour is structured out. Yeah, and I mean, and honestly, like, he, the inner circle's not on TV every week, right. right? So there are days or weeks that he could miss and it'd be fine. Right. Uh, which, speaking of, their AEW is actually going to be recording three weeks worth of episodes this Friday and Saturday, which, good God, has me two long days of work for them. Um, so probably, I hope not. We don't see reports of leaks out. But I don't know. I'll, we'll see what happens. The last couple times they've recorded ahead of time, we didn't get any leaks, so hopefully the leaker is gone or has been silenced. Um, from what I read on one of the whiteboards is that they, um, <laughs> it will cost you your job. So I'm assuming that the yeah. person that leaked before um, is no longer employed with the company. Mm -hmm. uh, one little kind of funny, you know, maybe we're starting to see a little pettiness thrown between WWE and AEW, which can be kind of entertaining at times. Uh, Tony Khan cut a promo on the WWE and New Japan talks back last Wednesday or Thursday mm -hmm. uh, saying pretty much that he was the one that was that's going to benefit NJ, New Japan working with him. Basically calling uh, the guy in Connecticut uh, <laughs> a con man. So let's just bring this out real quick. Um, we don't know what's happening with WWE, and I don't think WWE knows what's happening right now, as we've just seen a full list of new releases. Um, they've let go of talent like Buddy Murphy, uh, Lana, Alistair Black, um, Braun Strowman, which is really kind of frustrating. Um, I could go on a rant, but I, I probably won't. <laughs> I'm sure there's still more information to come out about that. Um, according to some of them, you know, we're just money-saving costs, which I can understand. Uh, speculations are getting ready to sell. Who knows at this point? Yeah, WWE supposedly, I, I don't know if that's, I don't know how much I want to read into that, but whenever there's some type of fire, there's or whenever there's some type of smoke, there's some type of fire. Mm -hmm. So maybe they are shopping with it. What I don't want to happen is I, although I love AEW and I want them on top, I don't want AEW to buy WWE. 
I, I want them to be separated. It just, yeah. And if somebody does buy a WWE, hopefully they are in it for the wrestling, not just for the money. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think at this point, you're, Vince is only about the money. Um, he doesn't care who he screws over. Like, yeah. you're, you have so much talent. You talent hoard. You keep people in the back. You waste their lives. You waste their careers because you don't want anybody else to have them. But your creative team does not have the ability to put them on TV. Don't fire the talent that you hired and wasted years and years of their life mm-hmm. because your creative team doesn't have anything. You guys have four shows. Like, give me a fucking break. Exactly. That's on period. <laughs> <laughs> And then, of course, you had, I guess you could say, WWE retaliated uh, right before the WWE pay-per-view. They showed uh, the one match Britt Baker worked for him, which was Nia Jax's Raw debut, and it was a squash match, which... Which is so funny. Like, where's the logic behind that? So you just showed Britt Baker get demolished by Nia Jax. And now you're having a star. It's almost showing what you could have had and you deleted it for botched jacks. I don't mm-hmm. actually hate Naya, I actually kind of like her, but talent-wise, Brit is way... <laughs> she can know. only go up at this point. Yeah, so I mean, that was, it, it was petty, but it was so ridiculous, because it's like, yeah, you let go of that talent. Way to mm-hmm. go, bro. Weird flex. Uh, last bit of news we got before we wrap up our short show here today. Mm-hmm. Um, AEW has announced their next two pay-per-views, where they are and when they will be, uh, both in front of full crowds. Uh, All Out will be September 5th, Labor Day weekend in Chicago on a Sunday. And Full Gear, which is their November pay-per-view, November 6th, uh, which will be on a Saturday in St. Louis. Uh, I wonder if our boy Kenny's going to go to that one. He better. <laughs> the opportunity is there. I'm excited. I think AEW, as long as they stay on the track that they're going with, can take over the wrestling world. I mean, they kind mm-hmm. of already have, but I don't think all the fans have tuned in yet. I think that they only have up to go. As long as they keep <laughs> where they're headed. Yeah, I know JR commented a couple months ago on a podcast that someone to come up to him in the airport and said, oh, you know, when are you getting back on TV? When are you get back in wrestling, not even realizing that he was on AEW every week doing commentary, so it's better just getting the word out to everybody. They'll get there eventually. Yeah. No, I mean, I just think, honestly, TNT is not something that I generally will watch. Um, and so if you don't watch, like, one of those networks, like TNT, TBS, I right. probably wouldn't have even known about it. I mean, if I wasn't already watching it religiously and doing this stuff, but you know. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll do us here for today. Um, as you can see down on the bottom scrolling, uh, don't forget to like us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and our merch store at shopbucklebomb.com. Uh, you can get the limited edition Pride t-shirts for Buckle Bomb. Uh, profits, 25% of profits will go to charity to be decided later this month. We'll keep you up to date on that. Or if you want our... If you wanted to go to a special charity, mm-hmm. uh, can they also let us know? Yep. Doesn't mean that we can make it happen, but at least that way we have an idea of where you would like it to go. Right. All right. And if they want to find you, Brian, where can they find you? 
you can find me on Brian Bella BBE on Instagram and Twitter. And you can also check out my clothing store at brianbella.com. Also, don't forget to check out our new episode of The Lockup uh, this week featuring the, uh, Phoenix Kid. A very interesting interview, so check that out. All right. Have a good rest of your day, everybody. Bye.